0: Hey, guys, and welcome back. This is Dr. Patrice Carter, the Coach's Coach. And today I have a topic that I'm really excited about sharing, and that is coaching in the midst of cultural chaos, coaching in the midst of cultural chaos. And um, this topic is just so, um, I believe, relevant and timely to where we are right now as a nation and, and even as a world. And I just hope that you'll just really take some time to take notes and um, just really be prayerful about what God is saying to you as you listen in. Thank you again for coming back. Um, It seems as though culturally we have gone from one crisis to another without taking a breath. Um, Collectively, we've uh, battled the hashtag COVID-19 together and we're now finally breathing a collective sigh of relief. However, in only a few short weeks, we found ourselves tossed back and forth into a collective turmoil that is pulling our nation apart at the seams, and even our world. And in this distancing of time, I I believe that people are just really fraught with fear, with stress, with anxiety, with anger, with rage, um, over chronic injustice, over systemic injustice, and really many of us are just overwhelmed and exhausted. And so in spite of this, um, I'm encouraged. You know, I'm encouraged by the one who encourages me and the one who calls us not to stand by and be silent as the enemy wages war against us. Rather, he calls us to help and to heal. And I want to admonish you that God has called us, all the life coaches, all the Christian life coaches for such a time as this. Um, So there are three key scriptures that I want to share that come to mind as I think about uh, what helping and healing looks like from a coaching standpoint. Um, Of course, there may be more, but these are just the three main that stood out to me, main ones. And I want to give you the message that comes along with it, because this is really um, a time for practicality and spirituality to meet and to mix. So what do I mean by that? Um, So I share with you um, and I got this from my husband, a conversation that he and I were having. His name is Dalton and um, collectively we own three businesses, but specifically we co-own Breakpoint Coaching LLC, which is the company where um, we certify, equip, and train Christian life coaches. And um, with that, one of the things he shared is that this is our time as coaches. Um, It's our time. And when I think about it's our time, I think about Esther 414. And in Esther 4:14, this is the New Living Translation. Um, this is a conversation that Mordecai is having with Esther, Queen Esther. And Queen Esther um, is a Jew, and she's married to King Xerxes. But King Xerxes doesn't know at the time that she's a Jew. And Mordecai is sharing with her that Esther, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise for some other place, um, but you and your relatives will die. So who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. And so this word is not just for men and um, for women, I should say, it's for men and women. And so with that, I don't want really to hear that this is just a podcast or just a message for women, but rather this is a message for everyone that as a certified and or um, new, as a non-certified, as a life coach, this is our time. And the other thing I want to share, the other scripture that came up for me um, is out of Acts 10.38, and this is the message version. And I want to admonish you there that our purpose as coaches is to help and to heal, to help and to heal. And so with that, in Acts 10, 37 through 38, it says, you know, the story of what happened in Judea. It began in Galilee after John preached a total life change. Then Jesus arrived from Nazareth, anointed by God with the Holy Spirit, ready for action. He went through the country, helping people and healing everyone who was beaten down by the devil. He was able to do all this because God was with him. And so with that, God is with us. And Jesus has called us, God has called us to be like Jesus. And Jesus gave that example that we are to help and we are to heal. And my husband shared that with me. He said, you know, coaching is so powerful because coaches can bridge gaps. Coaches can build bridges. Coaches can help people move forward. And that is actually what we do. And we do it all while asking and listening, asking powerful questions, listening with our heart and being led by the spirit of God. And so the last thing I want to admonish you, the last scripture I want to share um, is Exodus chapter four, verses one through three. And that is where God is speaking with Moses. And the admonishment and the challenge there is we have what we need in our hands. Everything that we need, we possess and it's in our hands. Moses answered, "Um, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you. Then the Lord said to him, to Moses, what is in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This said the Lord is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. And so I want to go back to that whole conversation that God was having with Moses and again challenge you Moses had a speech impediment and that's why one of the reasons why that was the only reason why but he didn't want to go back before the people go before the people go before Pharaoh because he stuttered and he was afraid that he would not be able to get his words together he was also afraid that he would not be taken seriously and they didn't know him he was not known and so he had valid human excuses, but in, in the face of a holy God and a sovereign God and one who anointed him, he didn't have an excuse. But the other thing that stands out to me is that God asked him, what is in your hand? And he had a staff and by the anointing of God, by the power of God, by the spirit of God, it became a snake and Moses was able to wield it. And so he could only wield it effectively when he followed the instructions of God. And so when you think about right now um, with this whole thing that we're talking about with uh, coaching around or coaching in the midst of cultural chaos, it's going to take the anointing of God to help us use what's in our hand to bring about healing and change. And so with that, I want to share also something else that stood out, and that is some of us fear what's in our hands. Some of us know the power that we possess. We understand that we have a call. We understand that what we have is strong. We understand that it's mighty, but we're afraid to use it. Or when we do use it and it presents itself and it manifests and we see the power of it and we know God is powerful in it, we become afraid and we run away. And so this is not a season to run away. This is not a season to continue to deny that which we are because people need us. And so this is really important. And then the last thing God said to Moses is this is so that they may believe. So what we're doing is not about us. It's about their belief. It's about helping people know that their God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has appeared to us and we can help. And so from here, many of us are like Esther and Moses. We see injustice, um, that it's happening all around. We see that people are hurting. We see people bound and crying out. But in our humanness, we feel powerless to respond in the face of such huge, daunting, complex issues. And I understand um, we think about I don't, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I, I, it comes to me that some things that we may question ourselves or the way that we might ask is how can I make a difference in the space of something that is so huge, so pervasive, so ancient? Um, you know, what can I do? Who listen to me? Uh, well, coaches, I charge you, I charge you and I challenge you to consider uh, what the Lord is saying to you right now through this podcast. I, and also what my husband shared with me that he challenged me, hey, put this word out, put out a clarion call to the coaches, call the troops, rally the troops together. And he said that, again, this is the time for us to show up on the scene and do what we've been gifted, called and anointed to do and be, and that is healers and helpers. Coaches could be and are a powerful tool, again, to bring healing, bridge gaps, build bridges. And our goal, our job, our whole role as Christian life coaches is to help others to move forward. And so what does that mean? You know, what does that look like? Well, you know, think about it. I going to just kind of pause right there. I'll ask you again, you know, what does that mean? What does that mean for you? What does that look like for you? Well, I can tell you, for one thing, it's going to take courage. And it's going to take a resolve to say yes and to take the stance that Esther took, the same stance that she took, the same stance that Jesus gave us an example, and that is to go into the midst of the people and to not worry about yourself and your life, meaning that. You're not worried about what people are going to think. You're not worried about your reputation. You're not worrying about what you do or don't possess, what you might lack, how you might sound. It's not about you at all. It's about your fellow man. It's about your brother and what God wants for them. It looks like serving. It looks like ministering. It looks like showing up right where you are with the people that you've been assigned to help, and using what's in your hands. So I just, again, challenge you that it's time to take who we are and apply it practically and powerfully to the culture around us. I'll say that again. It's time to take who we are, who God has made us to be, who he has anointed us to be, who he has called us to be, and apply it practically and powerfully to the culture around us. So I'm going to give you some examples. Because I hate when people say, oh, well, you should do this, but then they don't teach you how to do it or tell you. So I'm going to give you some examples. So one, if you're an artist, a filmmaker, a poet, a writer, a photographer, a dancer, a maker, a creative, any type of creative, think about how can you use your art and your creativity to create a space, either online or in person, for people to express all their feelings, their emotions, etc., using a canvas using pain, graffiti, music, movement, dance, spoken word, etc. And during this time, asking people, what are you feeling? How are you? How can I help? What do you need? What's coming up for you? Um, you know, what is inspiring this piece that you're working on um, as you see those outcomes? And then truly listening, listening with your heart, listening with your mind, listening with your spirit, And knowing that as a life coach, it's not our job to fix anything or fix anyone. It's our job to ask powerful, deep, challenging questions and to actively listen as a means of helping others to move forward. That's our whole job. The Holy Spirit will do the rest. Two, if you're a teacher or a speaker, what group can you bring together of those who like, know and trust you to begin to create a safe space? where well, others can just talk about what they're feeling, uh, where critical, challenging, and scary dialogue and conversations can happen in a safe environment. And it can happen between different cultures, different races, religions, people groups, etc., with you as the facilitator of healing and helping and moderating by asking and listening. Three. Life coaches. All right. Life coaches. Come on. It's time to stand up, time to man up, time to step up. Who has God called you to serve? You know, um, I'm going to do probably a more in-depth podcast or video on coaching niches. But who has God called you to serve? Who is your niche? Who do you feel led to serve? Um, How has he called you to serve them? You know, oftentimes, again, people use their lack of formal training or education Etc., as an excuse to hold back and to not move forward. But again, this whole podcast is about me challenging you um, that if God has truly called you, if He's truly called you, you know, in your heart of hearts, this is what you were created to do um, to be a life coach, then you already have the capacity and the experience and the ability and the anointing that you need to do this. Training only seeks to guide, formalize, and refine. The gifts you already possess. I'll say that again. Training only seeks to guide, formalize and refine the gifts that you already possess. So I encourage you to think about the answer to the questions that I've asked and let this inform you of who to reach out to and how to go about doing it. And so you can start by organizing a group coaching session um, for this particular group of people that God lays on your heart and inviting them um, into the circle to join you to ask and listen. God will give you what to ask. There are some tools that you know, I can share that you can research on uh, starting these types of critical dialogues, um, reaching out to offer people one-on-one coaching, um, people that you see that have openly expressed pain either to you verbally or through social media or by email, or you just see them and you sense that they're struggling and could use help and they just need a listening ear. And then lastly, this is for everyone listening, pray and seek God. Again, James says, if any man lacks wisdom, ask the Lord who gives liberally and upbraideth not. Um, Jeremiah 33 and 3, pray to me and I will show you great and wondrous things which you know it's not. Um, And so with that, there's some um, really great resources that you can read and that you can check out. One in particular is Christian Coaching, um, Helping Others Turn Potential Into Reality, by Gary Collins. And I'll share that information in the show notes. Um, that book was published in 2010, but it is, continues to be an amazing resource for me as a Christian life coach. And in that book, Collins, Dr. Collins shares incredible insight on how we can coach across cultures, cross-cultural coaching. And he shares that as coaches, we're actually always doing that without being aware because even if we're um, not in the midst of like obvious cultures, that we there are so many subcultures and subsets that exist within our community that we're actually always doing it without, again, being aware of it. But now it's about being aware and about doing that, which God has raised us up to do. So I want to ask you, you know, what will you do? What will you do? I want to know, I want you to message me. I want you to email me. I want you to reach out and tell me, like, what are you going to do? So if you feel that um, you want some equipping, um, and that you do want to take your coaching to the next level, you do want to become a certified Christian life coach, um, I'll share with you that we offer um, a 12-week board certified, 60-hour board certified life coach training. Um, and we are credentialed through the Center for Credentialing and Education. And that is a live coaching course, and it's awesome. Uh, we have certified and equipped and trained um, over 25 coaches to date. And we're super excited about that. We continue to just get people every day, just walking them through that process. And also we offer an e-coach certification course, which is a self-paced, mobile ready, uh, video-based coaching certification. And with that, um, you can access that through your iPhone, your Android, your iPad, your laptop, what have you, and you can take your classes with you wherever you go. And again, it's self-paced. And then also we have a private Facebook group um, where I meet with um, coaches that are either brand new, they're OG coaches, they've been coaching for a long time, or they're um, people that are interested in becoming coaches and they want some mentoring. So it's it's a really wonderful group. It's called The Coaches Coach, and that is a $20 monthly membership. And if you don't want to connect in those ways, you can reach out to me through my website, www.drpatricecarter.com, and you can subscribe to our our newsletter. I send out newsletters um, monthly, sometimes bi-monthly, and I share tips, tools, resources. Um, I do live webinar trainings and things of that nature. So I'm always doing something to equip coaches and to just help us be the best that we can be. I am also on LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. So I would love to connect. I definitely want to know if this was helpful to you. And again, I want to challenge you that as Christian life coaches, that God is calling us to coach in the midst of cultural chaos. This is our time, our purpose is to help and to heal. And we have what we need in our hands. What will you do? God bless you guys. And thank you again for um, being a part of this podcast, for listening in. I encourage you to join. Um, Click the follow button. Share it with others. Leave comments. Um, Just let me know if there are any specific areas as a Christian life coach or as a life coach that you would like me to teach on or mentor on. And I'll be glad to do it. And um, I look forward to staying connected and to seeing you next time. God bless you guys. I'm not the one